This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. The Bad Christian Podcast is brought to you by NatureBox. This year, make a resolution you can stick to and start snacking smarter with NatureBox. Head over to NatureBox.com slash BadChristian today and receive 50% off your first box. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. Well, hey, fart boys and toot girls. This is Devin Shelton. I told Matt he could take a hike today, and Lord knows Toby and Joey ain't going to do nothing. So I'm taking over this intro. I'm doing what I want. I got two words for you guys. I'm back. Here's two reasons why. First, I'm with Emory. I'm playing acoustic shows. We just played Dallas and Houston. We're playing San Antonio tonight. This year we got plans to do things with the acoustic show. We're going to do some new songs. We're doing all kinds of stuff this year. The second thing is that I'm releasing a new album this year. I have a crowdfunding campaign starting on Monday. Go to DevonSheltonMusic.com. Check it out. Cruise around. See what you think. Uh, I'd love your support. I just want you to know what's going on. I want you to be a part of it. I'm very excited about this year and everything that's going on. So now, unfortunately... I'm going to turn you guys back over to the three idiots of Bad Christian. All right? Three, two, one. Pit it. Word up. In a world. In a world where. In a world where your friend lays down. Every chance he does a podcast, he lays down. It's the Bad Christian Podcast. Joey's laying down. All right, good to talk to you guys. Yeah, Joey is, in fact. There's video evidence of it. Worst intro ever. Oh, really? Guess what? The worst uh, anything I've ever heard at church is involved. The last two years I've worked under my pastor, Joey Svensson. Wow. Anything anything that my pastor at my church says is the worst thing I've ever heard. Speaking of church, Toby got Joey Svensson's my pastor. Toby actually told me after worship yes uh, Sunday that he he was very emotional and moved by the Holy Spirit. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to ask you, so... When when you get upset at other worship leaders for doing like ninja moves and stuff on stage, what if they're being moved by the Holy Spirit to do those moves? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I mean, uh, I I I can't say without a shadow of a doubt that they are faking it, but <laughs> you, I did t- today say for sure there are times where leading worship, I feel like I am not worshiping. It's either a performance or it's me literally focusing on. Uh, the music or the notes or the playing or, or all that stuff. And I'm going, I mean, I think it's just part of it. I'm, I know what my job is. I'm going to do a good job of it, but right. for sure, I would say there's tons of people that aren't super stoked on singing that song for the hundredth time spinning around. Same right. way as, I, I mean, I, it, you, you know, for sure that every time we're jumping around singing, screaming walls, that it's not like the freshest, most new right. feeling on earth where I'm, the spirit is moving me and stuff. It just, it can't be. I mean, no matter what, I mean, I've seen Matt do his uh, guitar swing one billion times. <laughs> I know some of that's not real. That's just, he, he's I, going know, to it. I really like that part of the song. <laughs> Matt I really does a, like it. it. It's Matt's go-to. He does the guitar down with the, this thing, these, Whatever this is in your neck, your neck tendons come out. And it does oh, come the like neck a, tendons, yeah, that's, a little growl. It, that works. That a works. frowny, a frowny growl. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and the people lose. You should people see lose them. their they shit. Love it when I do. People that. lose their. I've shit. tried it without the neck flex before, and just doesn't. Yeah. It's not the same. Like if you can't see the tendon, then it's it really doesn't connect or resonate whatsoever. But, but I mean, growl. is that is that true for you? Like, there's tons of times <laughs> has to be Joey where you are seriously in a what, what's your words dark place <laughs> pit pit. Whatever, and do you tell jokes and just put the show on? Because I mean, you can't get up there and be sad or mopey or down, right? Mopey, <laughs> like isn't that true? But I, I mean, you people, fake it. No, oh yeah, I'm not faulting you. Faulting you. The only, the only question that I'm asking. But I mean, is, it, my question is, isn't that a maybe that's a good thing? <laughs> yeah, not bad. I'm just saying, people like you and I need to challenge ourselves to try to no. give people the benefit of the doubt. No. Definitely when, not. What benefit what? of the doubt is automatic. That's what everybody always no, 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 gets no, no. the benefit not, of the doubt. I'm not talking about just like in general. I'm talking about like worship leading and stuff like that. Because no how, way. how are we supposed to know they're not moved by the Holy Spirit? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, but Oh, yeah. Well, but I mean, it, maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I just don't think it matters. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I just. Well, it does matter to me because I don't like I didn't fakeness. Care. No, but I'm saying I, did, I usually I assume that people are fake. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, that's a good thing. 
I think that's I'm a good thing. I'm being serious. I do too. I think that's, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but maybe it is. We're probably really cynical people. Us three in particular are extremely cynical. And maybe that's the, that, that's to a detriment. I've been, we've been doing this fast at our church. And I've been trying to pray for less cynicism and less critical thinking. Right. <laughs> and, and less critical it, thinking. <laughs> Critically, being critical. I would like I less, God, please give me less skepticism, and I'll take with the lack of judgment that comes along with that. I, I think I would. I'm done. Here's the thing. I am dumb in so many areas. It's just unfair, the areas that I'm uh, fast at. I won't even say intelligent. I'm just fast at picking up on things. I'm very fast at reading people, and I think this comes from my mom and my mm-hmm. dad. What my about dad, them? I my dad dislikes everybody. My that. mom can manipulate any person mm-hmm. into thinking she's the greatest woman in the world. She, I mean, seriously, she just has such a personable quality. It doesn't matter. She could be uh, you know, stealing your kids, and at the same time, you think, this lady's amazing. Yeah. She's just that, that personable. Uh, talking, and then my dad just doesn't like or trust anybody at all. So I got all that inside of me. But in other ways, I'm so dumb, I can't think of anything. But I can quickly read a situation or tell you a lot of things. That's interesting. Say, so Matt doesn't say, believe it though. Matt thinks say, that I just always am so critical that of course I'm going to hit a decent yeah, amount. Yeah, of the time. I don't right. really think that you think that you're dumb. You're just not. Like there's no, no way I, you can be convinced that you're a dumb person except for those categories. No, there's I promise. No I promise I am. I I, I am not being humble I, I i i'm not saying i'm, I'm unintelligent i think I, I have an, a level of intelligence but i hate that the level of I, intelligence i have tends to be more like street smarts or conniving or yeah. scheming or or seeing a situation for what it is faster than other people as opposed to uh being able to do math well or mm-hmm. think about th- I, I mean you know what like the other day uh I, it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, I don't even want to go into it, but I just can't even figure out like sometimes emails or I couldn't. Yeah, there's so many things that I can't even look at and figure out. I'm trying to write a movie script right now. I'm trying to write a movie <laughs> script and I read forever how to write it and what I need to do. And then I sat down to write it and I was like, oh, like just start it. And it was so bad that I literally just I went to uh, what's that movie? You like that movie about the uh, I think they have the Queen Bees in it. It's about high school and what's her face is in mean it. Girls? Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Yeah. I was able to find the Mean Girl script, and I just went, okay, that's you write this in all caps here. And then I wrote in the, my name instead of, like, the girl's name, and I just copied it like that because I know I was like, I got to make it look right. So I just started copying what that script looked like and made it look like mine. Toby, all, I, all I changed was the names and the dialogue. To, Toby, I mean, Joey, did Toby tell you about the movie that he's trying to pitch called Mean Boys? <laughs> it's really original very original but i mean i i am dumb yeah i'm not I, joey I'm, I'm gonna have to uh agree with toby on this <laughs> sorry i had to disagree with you again but this is what i'm toby saying is like, dumb. for example it, this is hilarious matt is smarter than me right. for sure right me too now here's the thing nobody on earth can hang with matt like i can that, I mean, at all. No one can call him on his bullshit. Nobody can challenge him in ways. And here's the thing. A lot of times I might be fully invested challenging him on something crazy. And I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I might even win. Like, it's just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I have some kind of thing. Like, it was really funny. Uh, I sent Matt my, uh, my new podcast. I, I, I was able to do one full episode, and I knew it's just a maybe a trash episode. Like, it's just practicing, trying to get everything dialed in so I can... Hopefully put this thing out here soon. And uh, I, I sent it to Matt. And the first thing he said, I was like, oh, I immediately understand the whole situation. I immediately understand what Matt's trying to do. And, and just the immediate first thing he said, and it was, Toby, um, first of all, I just want to say good job on getting your first podcast at least completed. That was the first thing. <laughs> Good job. So I knew right there that that's Matt, and I I, I had her on, I had him on speakerphone, and Jess was listening. She she gets it too. She sees right through it. So the first thing he wanted to say was he he was trying to do the thing where you start with a compliment and then you move on to the the critique, and he did all this stuff. And I was like, I got the whole thing immediately of what this was going to be, and I knew immediately just even in that instant what he was going to negatively say. And I was just like, ah, oh, gosh, so I just, I, I was like, okay, I know what this is going to be. So I just kind of input where I wanted to and just kind of move through the whole conversation in a way that I felt like I just was okay with. Yeah. Because I knew what Matt was going to do. So I would 
submit here and come back with an encouraging comment to mm-hmm. him that he thought I was listening and paying attention, like I was really receiving this new information, even though two minutes, three minutes, four minutes before, I already realized he was going to say that. Right. What great benefit is that <laughs> at all? Big waste of time then. I don't even know if people are listening, understand what I'm saying. I just can read people and I know, okay, this is exactly, right. I know what Matt's going to do. Well, here, here's something that I've actually been kind of, I, I wouldn't say struggling with, but trying <laughs> to figure out is how, it's, it's a weird <laughs> calibration here because you, you two guys are, are two of my closest friends and people that I trust more than most people. Like I okay. trust you guys, but I'm trying to figure out how to trust you guys and at the same time understand that it is in your nature to manipulate. <laughs> and so there are times when I'm just like, okay, I'm We're talking born this to Toby. Way. I'm born this way. Toby is trying to manipulate me, but I trust him, but I don't trust <laughs> what he's saying right now because I know he has a different agenda. Toby, Matt calls me yesterday <clears throat> and I'm on the way to go watch Star Wars with all the kids. So it was bad timing, but I could have just told Matt, hey, bad timing, but I was figured, hey, let me talk to him real quick. He goes into this uh basically how he wants us to plan more for these podcast episodes. And so here's how he, he gets me. He says, hey, man, you know how we used to write uh, blog posts? We don't really focus on that much more. But, I mean, you, you wrote really good blog posts. <laughs> he, said, he said, and you basically came up with, you know, three or four points. Like you had points that you would make. He's like, <laughs> basically, I would just love for us to all do that. He's like, we all need to get better at this. We need to have more points. Mm-hmm. So, Instead of you just coming up with a topic and just saying, hey, this is what I want to talk about, like maybe kind of treat it like a blog post. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why didn't he just come right out and say right. what he wants instead of manipulating me? All right. Like he's basically what he wanted, like a success for Matt is getting off that phone call with me saying, that's a great idea. I love it. I'm in. Right. But I kind of right. felt like, okay, that makes sense. No, that Let's is Matt more prepared. Right. Okay. Period. Two things right here. One, Matt already is getting ready to manipulate both of us when his comment comes here in just a second. Two, he I do believe he thinks that you were doing something good. I don't think he would lie intentionally, so I do think he thinks your mm-hmm. points were good. But you're right. One of his biggest tactics is to give you an idea and almost make you think you thought of it and you mm-hmm. buy in real like big. That. Oh, you know what? Actually, I did I did kind of used to do uh, blog posts like that, and this is what I, you know. So, yeah, I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to do that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm gonna continue. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll try to lay thanks, down. Thanks for reminding me, Matt. That's what it's what you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't think manipulation is the best word for it for sure. So Toby and I are people okay. who I, I put it this way: the best thing about this pragmatic, practical methodology is if the person like Toby or I have the other people's best interests in mind. If that's what I use when I negotiate and manipulate, because that way, even if I win, it, if I really believe it's best for the other person too, then I can really do that in good conscience. So trusting somebody is a, is a big part of it. I could lead somebody astray, yes, but typically I actually observe Toby to be more invested and care about other people because he knows in the long run it will benefit him anyway, and he is empathetic to other people. I've seen him spend hours in trying to convince people of what would be the best place for them to sleep when we stay at somebody's house, you know. And he, and and so a lot of <laughs> a lot of what it is is trying to convince people that something they don't see that'll be good for them and me at the same time. So that's what it is. So yes, if you trust the person, it's good. And manipulation has such a bad connotation, but I really don't think that's the best word for it. But yes, you're you right. You see it as guidance. It's, it's strategic. <laughs> I would use the word strategic. Because, strategic guidance. And the only thing that I think is different about other people is I am co- totally aware that everything that I do is strategic. I'm calculated in the stuff that I do. I just I think everybody else does, is too. They're just not really aware of it. Everybody is trying to assert their will and get their way all the time. I'm simply more aware of it, and sometimes it may be detectable. That's all. But yeah. Anyway, I don't think manipulation is the best word for it. But yeah, I have. Oh, your I, best got, I got the word for it. What? I just, I just the thesaurus, manipulate, and this is what Matt and I do. We manage. Man, we just man- the way I look we, at it. We manage people because yeah. you're right. Here's the thing: I don't want ill for you. You know that. I mean, when you say I don't know whether to trust it or not, it's not like trust me, like I'm going to get something out of it and you're going to get screwed. That's never my intent. right, right. But somebody I never, could. Do I would that. never manipulate. I mean, yeah, yeah. People do that, but I don't think that's Matt and, or, yeah. or my intent at all. Like my my intent is 
to for you. You might not see something, and I want you to be able to get to there. Is what I would say. So I manage you. Yeah, I do not manipulate you. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, fair enough. I shape you. Fair enough. I mold. I shape. I, I strategize. I wield, I wield you. I work with you. I have goals when we're talking. Yes, that's mold is one. Matt, mold is a word. <laughs> it's a synonym. <laughs> hey, I wanted to tell you guys. I had I thought about it a little bit um, when I was doing some cooking the other day, and I have an update on what I, I want to update my our definition of working definition of virginity. We talked about that a while back, and people got All a right. kick out of that. That I was saying that yeah. it drives me crazy when Christians uh, are are pretty much the worst at this, and they don't. Um, they, they say, well, I'm technically a virgin or I'm still a virgin, but they've done everything under the sun. Right. So I defined a while back just to rule that out because I do think all that sexual immorality is, you know, not the point of it isn't a technical term that we are, make up and define anyway. It's the purity of it. And so I, I, I don't like that. So I define virginity. Um, you lost your virginity if you have done penetration for pleasure. And I don't care if that's oral, anal, right. et cetera. And I like to use that word because I think that what if you best encapsulates sexual immorality, as the Bible says. Doesn't it have to be another person, though? I, I'm just, I don't want to go through that again. I'm just saying that's what I did. You lost your virginity to your hand? Okay, I'm going to move on. But, yeah, we, we talked about this last time. I'm saying that's the best thing, yes, if another person's involved. But I was cooking the other day, and I looked at my bottle up recipe and it called for extra virgin olive oil and i realized <laughs> right that there's a more more potential for robust definitions and terminology so <laughs> since people didn't like my original definition i've updated a little bit so right. i'm gonna say that if you're a virgin i'll get i'll grant y'all that you just have to use my technical terms whenever you discuss it from now so you're a virgin if you haven't put penis in vagina because that's what christians want it to mean okay so if you haven't done that they like to say well actually i'm a virgin makes them feel better for some reason but just like olive oil it can be extra virgin you see so if you've never done oral then you're extra virgin extra virgin yeah right like olive oil you know extra virgin and then i thought well you don't really have to stop there so you know I also have, I'm going to go ahead and coin ultra virgin. And that means you've never touched raw genitals or boobs before. Wow. Ultra virgin. So then you're ultra virgin. And then um, if you really want to keep on going, we'll go mega virgin. That means you've never made out or humped with clothes on. (laughs) Then you need to tell people, yeah, I'm a mega virgin until I was married kind of thing. And then ultimate virgin being that you've never masturbated or shot a load at all. Ultimate virgin. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's ultimate virgin. So just use the terminology and I'll be okay with that too. I like it, man. That way at least people can communicate, you know, clearly. Hey, can basically. you, can you print that out and we'll send it to all the BC club members? Yeah, we can post it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so just, just get the terminology right and quit. Just because you've done anal and not vaginal, you don't get to claim vir- just standard virgin on that. That's obviously bullshit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Get your shit together, people. Which is, that, That's got to be crazy, obviously. Like anal and porn, for instance, is seen as more than vaginal. Yet there's a lot of Christians that literally have done anal to avoid the vagina. So whatever. <laughs> that's, and, then, and then claim virginity. So that's obviously bullshit. So I'm just trying to you know, bring a little bit more reality to the subject. Like those are all kind of intense virginities. Is there like any fun ones like happier virgin or, you know, loose virgin? (laughs) I have, I'm a loose virgin. Things get a little rough around that, a little, a little crazy around the edges. You know what I mean? Like it's not that, I'm not that serious. (laughs) No, most people are loose virgins right i mean that's the at least the majority like no almost no matter what and then i guess there are some people that really adhere to their virginity and keeping it and saving it for marriage but yeah but, that's almost that's that's you know yeah. mega or ultimate virgin and there's no almost nobody that qualifies joey that. what level of virgin were you before you got married yeah let's just do it I, I, i'll do mine well i've got a i've got a can you what i forget I what they the were terminology to be reviewed i'll be okay virginity share. is okay virginity is vaginal okay yeah, I was dead. All right, so I'll, I'll keep saying yes until I have to say no. So you yes. were a virgin. Were you an extra virgin? That means no oral. Yes. Wait, wait, hold on. I'll say yes to this too. Wait. So virginity means you put your penis in a vagina. Yes. So you said yes, you were a virgin. So were y'all virgins when you got married? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me was not. Right. And Joe, you were. All right, okay. so I'm still in the game. I'm, Are I'm, you I'm already ex- out. You're Shit. out. Yeah, Toby's D- 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 already this out. This is a stupid so, game. And I, I was that too. Well, I, you know, uh, 
Wait, you were a virgin? Well, I might play just the tip. So I guess technically I have to exclude myself too. Wait, wait, wait. That That's a whole other <laughs> level that you have not thought about. Uh, well, it, there's virginity there, there's and then be, there's got to be something for just the tip. And I, technically, you've penetrated a vagina there. I'm sorry. So I'd have to say no. Matt, you're missing some levels. I think, what, oh, what I about know. pulling out? No, you've had sex if you pulled out. Have pulling you? out is what you, of course. Have I don't you? know. I'm kind of with Toby. Of course. Anyway, Joey, were still... you an extra virgin, meaning you had never done oral? Yes. I was okay. an extrovert. Were you an ultra virgin who had never touched raw genitals or boobs? No. Well, first of all, no. But yes second, or no? No. Okay, I, so I you were not. not you were an extra like virgin raw. going into marriage. Okay, that sounds, fair enough. That, that doesn't sound what is, good. What do you like? You were an extra virgin going into marriage, just like extra virgin olive oil. I dig it. I'm proud it's of that. Good, you should be. You were an extra virgin. Matt, you well, did Matt where did yours end? Well, I did just a tip at least. So I, I'm really not a virgin by my definition, which I think is the way you got the way you got to do it. I'd say no, I'm not. I wasn't. It has to be crazy thought of people thinking you would just put the tip of your wiener right into the, the tip of so the entrance of a vagina. <laughs> and, and then and then at that point, morally go, can't do it. Well, cannot can't do it. Got to stop. <laughs> done. And the tip is ah, done. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. You <laughs> What in the world? Satan, you're defeated. Yeah. <laughs> he is victorious. Matt, and I, go both, hell, Matt and I both thought that and did those things. I literally, yeah, I promise, I did that, and I went, cannot go further for the can't. Lord. <laughs> and I didn't. I mean, that that that's like the <laughs> least possible time you should have any kind of uh, desire to serve the Lord or say no when you've already done something so bad anyway. <laughs> but I did. Won't go further. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> See, but I, here's the thing about this you go this is terrible but how many christians and i'm gonna raise my hand here i did this matt you have to raise you your hand too. raise your hand right now it, put in just the tip or rail slid is what we've called it in the past <laughs> where you slide the rail with your wiener or whatever and <laughs> said no not going any further and then just did oral sex right yeah of course the thoughts of me and how stupid i was to think that way is just crazy. The idea of either I should have just went ahead and done it or not done that at all. It's just immature hypocrisy and action. Y'all, the worst. I was the worst. <laughs> so y'all are going to go stupid. Y'all are, are going to laugh and jeer and heckle. But when you said what you did about oral, I could see that as far as, oh, you thought you were any better because then you went to oral. Oh, but this feels good. Not on my watch, lady. <laughs> but, but I'll say this, though. <laughs> like... Just kind of peeking in and then deciding, you know what? I'm not going to get out of there, little Toby. I do. <laughs> I, I do think that Jesus there, Lord, I do think that there is less connectivity with the female uh, than if you were to just to let yourself go completely. And I'm not. That trying, has nothing not to do with your purity and sin and anything, though. That's not that's not. I, I, I mean, think you, that there could you know. be some less uh devastating consequences yeah i mean it's probably better to just kill somebody instead of you know rape and torture and kill them so yeah, you're probably right all i'm saying is i think the consequences are less maybe even for her emotional stability but that's no defense for any kind of behavior like that. i'm not even making a defense Boo. i'm just saying i think there's some differences there but yeah well, that's, that's my update for you so anyway i hey what where's little matt little, little matt get out of there you son how of did a you get in there <laughs> how did you get in there little matt I said no. I said no. no. Damn it! Can we can we make a Jesus is Lord? <laughs> I mean, how? Can, I have to do how that many hundreds and hundreds of women have I told? I will not penetrate you yeah. now for the Lord, and that's why hundreds of women, thousands of women, I've said that to. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to than I was. Woo! Well, Matt, thanks for clearing up the whole virgin thing. Mm -hmm. I lost that game immediately. It's sad. <laughs> Real sad. It wasn't fun for me. Joe, you did well. You get surprised. Yeah, I mean, you did it. You made it. Now, okay, well, let me ask you a question. Okay. Okay. You would still say the things that you did interfered potentially in your sex life with your wife? Uh, do, you, do you think even the as far as you went with petting or touching or dry humping or whatever, that still affected your marriage in a negative way? Or do you think, like, for example, I, I, I have wondered a bunch, like, what effect has it had or has seen some things maybe in my marriage 
marriage or whatever, like if I would not have had sex, would it have been better for my, for my marriage? So I think we do a really poor job as well of teaching people, hey, if you wait for marriage, sex is still ain't going to be that that amazing right away or good yeah. or anything. Well, all right. So so just to first put into context of how limited my experience was, okay. I only fooled around with one girl before my wife. One. Now, mm. I'll say that, but then I'll say, I guess, fooling around, a girl being on top of me, that would make two. That's mega virgin. All right, so mega virgin with one girl. So can we separate <laughs> girls? I was a mega virgin with her. I was a, so basically what I would say to that is I think the most consequential my mistakes were with Priscilla. So I think the messing okay. up that I did with her right. was the most detrimental, not with the other girls. But I do think if I would have done like oral sex and maybe full intercourse and all that stuff with other girls, I do think that would mess me up. I mean, it definitely wouldn't be helpful, especially if there were girls that I would still look back on and say, yeah, I was really attracted to her. That's not mm-hmm. helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Like the the union of it for sure. Yeah. It, like the idea of that and just how, oh, that was really good that one time or whatever. I mean, there's, there's, yep. a, there's a friend of mine that, that told me and he asked me to pray for him because he said, he said he's doing everything he can. And, and to him, he said it was demonic attacks. He said every time he went to have sex with his wife, he could not get yep. some of his best sexual experiences out of his head with other yep, girls. Yep, I think that is the, ma- the main practical difference. I think, I think, I think the... What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you really don't get that, do you? Oh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you don't get that? It took me a while. That's unbelievable. You should have had sex. <laughs> well, yeah, I do think that's the most detrimental thing for sure. Is, is that is that uh, that as far as the practical thing? I mean, really, you kind of have to look at it and just say I, it's it's declared immoral activity by God, and you shouldn't do it, regardless of whether or not you can rationalize it. However, on a practical level, I would think it would be the spank bank material that you have stored up, and its effects would be the uh, most practical detriment. Yeah, it, it ain't no good. It ain't no good. I I think. Uh, sex before marriage feels great. It's really fun at the time. It's awesome. And it is at the exact same time you can't handle it. And it's not meant for you. And that is why I think we're probably supposed to wait. Yeah. And, and that's hard to understand. And I think people, a lot of people think that's just Christian or religious manipulation, not to control who you have sex with. But I really don't think people are able to handle sex outside of marriage. It can hardly handle it in it. But but on the other hand, Toby, if you had to go back and live your life Groundhog Day style, how many times out of 100 <laughs> do, you think you'd, do you think you'd make it? Even if you knew that oh, you you're, know, you're saying 40-year-old Toby had this advice right. that you received oh, when you were yeah. 15, oh. how many times out, out of 100 would you have made it to marriage? Oh, probably none. Even if you knew what you know today, you probably still wouldn't have made it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sex, sex is so... Uh, the sexual activity in general is so alluring and fun. That's why I started with it's amazing and fun yep. and wonderful and you like it and <laughs> it's crazy and you it's a honestly for a dude maybe females are the same way but for a dude it's like the hunt. If you can figure out this and say the right things and do this then you get something really awesome that feels really good. Like there's all that into it and so yeah I, it used to really piss me off when pastors and stuff would say don't have sex and then they all had sex before marriage. So I'm telling you I think most people are going to, but you can't handle it. I, what, what, let me, that's why I should clarify. Let me articulate this better. I think sex for marriage, we can't handle it. It's not helpful in most ways, but I think we're <laughs> helpless to say no to it for, for the most part. Go on ahead and do it, but I'm telling you, you ought not, is what Toby's saying. Go on ahead. I know you will anyway. But And I'll say try not to. That's what people hear. Yeah, I say try not to, too. That's what I'm going to tell my kids. I say try not to. I don't think it's good. And they're going to say, did you? And I'll go, yeah, I did. But you know. Your uncle Joey was an extra virgin. Oh, now that guy. <laughs> now. They'll say, who's Uncle Joey? Oh, he died 20 years ago. <laughs> you know what that means, son? Yes, he did. He touched some raw genitals and boobs, but he never did oral. <laughs> Not even at all. You can go talk to him if you want to. All right. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk to Matt McDonald. He's going to Skype in on us and talk to us a little bit. See what he's up to. Sound good? Sure. All right. Hey, guys, I got a uh, gift from my best friend in the mail. What, do you have a pen pal now or what? Well, his last name is Box. James Box? His first name is Nature. Oh, Nature Box. I think he may be one of y'all's uh, best friends, too. Oh, Dude, he sends Nature me stuff Box. all the time, and yeah. I love it. I'm telling you, man. I, hey, the bag of cheddar 
and caramel popcorn all mixed together. Oh, my Lord. An open bag of one of those things is an empty bag. Oh, I know. The thing you cannot stop. It, it's my family's favorite. Like, yeah. we literally, that is like our go-to. We, we save it during the week, and we save it for, like, Friday night, movie night. And that's, right. like, after dinner, we just munch, man. It is just What's so your good. favorite, Matt? Well, I like all the stuff, but I think that Big Island Pineapple is good to me. Because it's just, I mean, it's a super sweet one. But they've got everything. They've got sweet stuff. they got spicy stuff. And I don't know. I mean, I don't do the vegan options, but they have vegan options. and might want to try that. And they do non-GMO. So, they also give uh, personalized recommendations, which I think are kind of cool. So it's not just, I mean, first of all, there's no artificial junk in it. It's good stuff. It's everything from healthy to indulgent. So, you know, there's there's stuff all over the map on it. It's for everybody. You won't get bored of it because they add new stuff every single month. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to read a big list of ingredients and do a bunch of stuff. You can just pick out what's good, and it can come straight to you. So delivered right to your door, easy and convenient. I hope everybody will at least Try Nature Box. So no matter what your New Year's goal is, you can snack confidently with Nature Box. If you visit naturebox.com slash badchristian, you'll get 50% off your first box now. So at least do that. Go to naturebox.com slash badchristian right now, and uh, you'll be in good shape. Well, so we got a surprise visitor on here. This is somebody that uh, that I owe a shout-out to. I've been promising for a long time, and finally I've got him on, in person here, and that's James Whiteman. James is a guy who, he's at McDonald's house right now, but James is a guy that did every Emory video you've seen for our last record. He made the Break It Down yep. logo. He did our Christmas sweater, the art for our Christmas uh, uh, EP that we put out. Does tons of graphic design, tons of video. If and I you kicked need, his ass out of the club. If you need, yeah, Joe, Joey once kicked him out of the BC club, true story, uh, even after he had done all our videos. <laughs> But uh, James, thank you for doing all that stuff. It all looks great. If anybody needs anything, you should get James. His website is what is it? Lesserjames.com. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, and for that plug, we'll be expecting further discounts on work yep. we do with you. In the <laughs> yeah, I'm only on here to voice my disgruntled uh, <laughs> uh, anger of being hidden in your shadow too long. Sorry, and, and you're is and you're out there recording a video for King's Kaleidoscope right now, correct? Correct. Very good. Trying, is it tonight to or is it yesterday? Out. It's today. It's tonight, yeah. All right, well, good luck with that. And Matt McDonald, welcome to the podcast back again. Yeah, Matt, are you going to be a bitch today like you usually are? Oh! Oh! Coming oh. out firing. <laughs> He's actually wearing his Emory shirt. Yeah, man. By all the band members. I'm supporting, I'm supporting this podcast and this band so and everything fans. that you do. No, that's called freeloading and stealing <laughs> yeah. office supplies. That's <laughs> <laughs> called... The sh- <laughs> actually, you know... Josh gave me this shirt. It was the last one. It was like the display shirt. It had a it had a sticker with the with the M on it, which I think meant medium. <laughs> so I took it. <laughs> hey, I still need I still need the new vocal few. I'm like a business owner of, of Bad Christian Music, and I still haven't gotten it yet. But that's my really? fault. I can grab it. I just need you to can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's on. It's it's on our shared drive, brother. Awesome, just, that's right. I've Twittered it. I've Twittered the shared drive to everybody so they could get it for free. I just haven't <laughs> yeah. gotten it myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, James, I don't know if you've seen our uh, our music videos. James shot uh, the music video we did for the Corner Dwellers. Sweet. Yeah, you would, you would have seen it if you were in the BC club. Yeah, or <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen it. <laughs> James hasn't seen it yet. He's been on YouTube for weeks, bro. <laughs> hey, J- James, like, did, was there a part of you that thought, I, I'm going to stop doing videos, man. I, I, I can't even be in the face Facebook club now. <laughs> yeah, well, I was talking to McDonald last night and I was saying, you know, a friend of mine messaged me when I when he heard I was coming up to do the King's Kaleidoscope shoot. And he was like, how are you getting all these awesome opportunities? And I said, well, I stumbled into a, a fool's gold mind of the, the Bad Christian Network. Because <laughs> yeah. there's not actually any money to be made, but it oh, sounds cool. Man. We'll, we'll work you like a dog. Yeah. It's, it's how we exist. <laughs> it, looks, it looks pretty. That's hey, about so, it. So today we're talking about narciss- narcissism. Matt, tell oh, us what you think. Well, it's not actually what we've been talking about. It's just something that we all wind up talking about with Matt a lot. So I thought it would be interesting to have him on. We're just having people on for this our, our Saturday episode. So... We haven't been talking about narcissism, but we wanted to. We keep noticing sometimes when we do interviews or these prominent people or even pastors that they really do seem to have some kind of personality disorder that seems to be related to narcissism. And you seem to speak better on that 
than than we do. But what what does that mean? Do you see that and recognize that in people, a personality disorder, the people that are like the the, the leaders of bands and the leaders of churches? Yeah. Well, I'm by no means a psychologist, but my wife read a book once. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of related to it. Like she she read like there's five levels, right? And the first two levels are pretty um, healthy in a sense that like these are the type of people that will get up in front of the crowd, get on the microphone that will lead people. They're not afraid to lead. Uh-huh. And that is like a healthy level of on the on the spectrum, right? And then when you hit the third level, it starts to become everything about you and and kind of lacking, you know, empathy for other people. And then uh and then and then it develops into like, you know, fourth and fifth levels like paranoia. The world revolves around me, everyone's out to get me. I'm never wrong. So I I don't know. I think anybody who naturally has a tendency to be on a mic could probably like stand to learn what why it is that they are the way they are and then how do you uh maintain a sense of i don't know reality or humility or whatever it is to to not kind of slide towards the end of the scale so is it just confidence though that makes a good lead singer i mean you know it's like the, the people like for you or toby let's just look at you and toby how do you assess you and toby in that way is it not just toby's confident or is it does toby have to be a narcissist to succeed no we were talking about this last night james and i actually and i think really my initial thing was i was a middle child growing up i was kind of overlooked or whatever and so i wanted i think i wanted attention and I could sing. And so grabbing a mic was like, oh, this is the way that I get people to see me. And that obviously wore thin and it's not like, it's not fulfilling in any way. But I think that was maybe when I was a teenager, my initial motivation to like get in front of people was because I had this skill and then I could also get attention for it. I would assume that's probably similar for Toby. He could sing. And I mean, obviously I can't speak to your experience, but getting some kind of positive attention. Well, Toby was not overlooked. He was too big to be overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, both of my parents were killed at a young age. and um, They made him promise. That's all, that's all I'm going to say to that. That's all I'm going to say about power. that. It was great responsibility. So he picked up the mic. <laughs> I was in this alley. My parents got killed. And all of a sudden, uh, there's these bats. I fell in this... <laughs> I'm actually the older brother. And so definitely being a, a big kid, chubby kid, fat kid, uh, I, that's where I got mine from because it was the defense mechanism. I, I thought, well, if I can make people like me with my sense of humor or by being crazy, then they'll not notice how fat I am. <laughs> so, they still did, apparently. I'm not, that fun, I'm not funny enough to get past the weight, but uh, that's definitely what ended up happening to me. But I never thought of myself as narcissist. Most of y'all don't, but what I want to identify as the one you of the You get up on stage, too, and you do I a podcast no fun- where you record your conversations. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> We're not that far removed, my uh, okay. friend. Okay, we can talk about me next, but I'm saying that the thing I noticed that seems to be common is this quality that people have. And I'm not saying it's bad. I think there's a healthy amount of it, and I, I really like it about people. But I think there's this quality where you go, no, if I do this, it'll work. It'll be good. Or if, yeah. if it's me, then yes, it's going to work. And like it's a, it's a, it feels like a confidence kind of thing. But Toby really believes when if he's going to do something, he goes, well, if I, I don't do that, if I tried, I could do it. But whenever he goes to do something, he has no doubt, no self-doubt, really. He just assumes it's me. Is that it's narcissism or just I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Your... Well, that's what I'm asking. Well, that's not. McDonald is looking it up on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to pretend like he's saying this yeah. in his own words. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> no, but I'm Shut looking up, it up. James. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to pull back the curtain. Don't. Don't. don't all the BC jokes. Don't lift the veil, man. What? What? Once you see, you cannot unsee. No, th- this, uh, that NPD is different. Narcissistic personality disorder, disorder yeah. is a personality disorder in which a person is excessively preoccupied with personal adequacy, power, okay. prestige, and vanity, mentally unable to see the destructive damage they are causing to themselves and others. Uh-huh. So uh, it is estimated this com- condition affects 1% of the population. 1%. That's actually a tremendous amount of people. With rates greater for men, obviously. Uh, it's historically called megalomania. And is a form of severe egocentrism. So, what about pastors? Do y'all recognize this in pastors? Is my question then. Yes. Rock stars, uh, you know, pretty obviously. Joey's doing it right now. He's trying to, Joey took his shirt off. Joey he's trying is, to get attention. They're looking at a Wikipedia <laughs> screen. But yeah. 
They're looking at Wikipedia. <laughs> what, I mean, do you realize that your joke isn't audible? I don't it's, care. I mean, That's why not, I don't care. I want to make them but laugh. I do since this is our podcast. <laughs> I mean, what? But see, I knew you would end up talking about it. Now people are entertained. You're like the 10th level of narcissist, which for, is just oh, fat and shitty and sweaty and gross. For the, for the people at home, Joey is shirtless. That's that's all that's happening right now. Looking good too, Joey. You, you know what's weird is when I met Toby, like... What a transition. The last, <laughs> go for it. Let him do it. Yeah, I want to hear this. I do. Let him as do soon it. as Joey starts talking, it's great to have a visual of this because both of your heads drop to the like, <laughs> Both of your heads dip down and you both start looking at the Let floor. Let go. Okay. I mean, the last thing I thought was this dude is self-centered. Like, I just was like, this dude likes to have fun. Yeah. I, I didn't even, like, seriously, I didn't even think this dude likes attention. And you were the attention in the room. Everybody looked to you for the laughs. You made everybody laugh. You were the boisterous guy that just wasn't. A fr- I didn't think you wanted attention. It just seemed like this guy just knows how to have fun. I mean, where, well, do you did you conscious, like, back in the day, 97, did you consciously think I'm going to try to get people's attention or was that just you? Well, here's the thing. I was trying to get attention outside. It was super funny. And all this in, inside is a, a, a little guy that just wanted, wish he could be a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. So it, I ended up just being more and more funny. But I mean, obviously, I think I have a sense of humor that can make I, I, my ob- observation can make people laugh. But that fully as a defensive mechanism. I don't think we're talking about me being narcissist. I don't know. The thing that I think is interesting is sounds like the first two levels are good. Are good. Yeah. That, that's like right, a right. thing that you actually need. And maybe you can't be a public speaker, a pastor, right. a, pol- a politician without some narcissism. Like you, it just wouldn't work, right? Yeah. Well, a- the only the only reason that you would ever grab a mic and think that you have something of value to tell people is because you actually believe that what you have is is right. good is better than what other people have in some sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep, I'm yeah. a narcissist. It to say that, <laughs> yeah. but like, like you have to be like, I have a word or a song or a poem that will help everyone. Well, yeah. that, that answers your questions, uh, your question about pastors and church planners. I just then. think that, yeah, I just think... That I think is I, interesting I that you it, use yeah. that. that. That's really interesting, McDonald, because like you actually, I mean, when somebody goes, I have a word from the Lord, now yeah, that, it's that, undeniable that person's in command of the room once right. they say that. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's at a restaurant or on stage. It is. Yeah, it no. is. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, but Toby, don't you like kind of hate the attention sometimes now? Don't you hate being on stage in certain respects? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. But, but was but, it like that at the beginning, though? Well, I think for me, the, the thing that has happened now, and and Matt and Joey and McDonald, y'all can, y'all can say too, I think for me now, because of having some level of fame, the tiniest amount in the history of the world, I feel like some of the stuff that I do is completely made up. And it's, if somebody wanted to talk to me or think highly, more highly of me or that I was an influence in their life, that makes me feel strange. Like Because I know Toby and how shitty he is and my wife, would we'll say, oh, you're, you pick up your clothes, you dumbass, or whatever it might be. <laughs> so I know that the whatever I'm presenting to them might not be fully real. So I want I, that that I don't like. But at the same time, I mean, I promise you, there's been times where I've been in public, like at a at a store or something like that, not on tour, and somebody looked at me, and I really did think oh, they know who I am. Here it goes all right, and it, they didn't have a damn clue who I was. Like I I've seen oh, yeah, people, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, oh, here we go, here we go. All right. I'm famous. Here it comes again. And then this happens several times where nothing. They they did not know. They one time I thought somebody recognized me from Emory, and they actually thought I worked at the store and asked me. Like here we go. It's all you know. They they recognize me. Yep. Yep. Was that at Home Depot? No, it was at Walmart. (laughs) I literally had on a blue, like a blue shirt, like a blue. I had this workout shirt and some khakis on. So it looked like up. Here they come. Yes, I'm in here. No, uh, where, where's the men's section? You, you know it's bad if somebody comes up, like a two shy people come up to you, and they say, hey, do you, could you take a picture for us? And you right. go, sure. And then you put your arm around one of them, and they go, no, I'm in of us. <laughs> the hell out of our picture. <laughs> so when does it, now, at the highest level, Matt, and I don't know if you know this, but at the highest level, does it get, like, potentially even dangerous or crazy? Like, the, the farther you go, do you get, like, distrustful of people or scared of people? Or, or you don't, you know, you think you're the only one that's right and everybody's wrong and they're out to get you or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Paranoia. I think, I mean, I, like I said, I'm not an expert or anything. Right. Uh, 
just had, you know, some, some, uh, some people close to me be diagnosed with certain things that, that, um, made Chrissy and I read a few books. And, uh, and so I don't know. I mean, I think, I think the, the personality disorder part always ends up causing destructive damage to, uh, the person and to their, their relationships and their family and others. And I think that's the one sign that like, if you're unable to see the damage that you're causing, then then that's obviously the biggest problem. That's actually what defines disorder typically. Disorder, too, right. Like that's same with alcoholism. It's not drinking or an amount you drink. It's if you do it despite the consequences, it can, you, you don't unable to see the behavior or correct the behavior that is, is clearly destructive. And in this one, they don't see it very well. Maybe the farther point of it that this is coupled with separately, though, can be into uh, socio- sociopath or psychopath even. Can be coupled, is often coupled with, although distinct, I think, from narcissism so the most dangerous would be that combination yeah they have a they have overlap like they lack feelings of empathy and and stuff like that but yeah it says right here people with narcissistic personality disorder are characterized by exaggerated feelings of self-importance and that's where the paranoia comes from i'm so important that everybody wants to take my money or everybody wants to take my power or my authority or you know like and and that's when you start thinking the world is revolving around you and, uh, you know, I know people like that that are just thinking, like, I don't put my credit card on the Internet because then they're going to come and they're going to take my money. Yeah. But it's like, and that can even be really meek people that are isolated and don't have any power or, or sure. fame. It could be just people that, you know, you, it could be an in-law or something that's, that, right. that thinks that way. Well, this is interesting. I'll say that because I, I have. You say you have people around you. It's starting to make me think, like, the idea of I have family members that for sure, and this is mul- multiple family members, that don't think they're wrong. It's your three ever. children. Yeah, it's my yeah my, my three. It's, it's, it's my spawn. Uh, it, it that don't think they're wrong at all. Thinks everybody else is wrong. And like when you said like no empathy or something like that, like would say if, if they hear somebody got hurt or something like like you know the shoot some of the shootings that have been happening or whatever. The first thought they have is I'd kill that for not like oh man the family's like they'll go I'd kill. I, I do, you know, I'd show them or something like, like, like when I, when I, it sounds almost empathetic, like you feel bad, but maybe you don't. And is it that, I mean, like somebody that just doesn't think they're wrong. They think everybody else is just making dumb decisions. Sure, well, the and, point of that being that it's about them. Right, right, right. Exactly. But I've never thought of it that way. I just thought they were assholes or jerks or whatever. The idea of that could be a condition. Is it something that you might could get help with? And be less narcissistic. If, if, only if you're willing to and could recognize it. Oh well, this might be. Is this one of the hardest ones? Probably to ask for help because yeah. I mean, <laughs> any personality <laughs> disorder is extremely hard to treat because the, the defining characteristic, whether it's OCPD or NPD, the defining characteristic is that the person can't see that they have a disorder. They truly believe. So someone with OCD will check their the lock on their door. 40 times and they'll be telling you, I'm sorry, I have to do this, but I got to do this. Like, I know this is crazy. It's just my brain needs me to do this. But the OCPD person will behave in such a way that is crazy and then defend it and then convince everybody that it's reality and tell like, what are you talking about? I'm right. Clearly I'm justifying it. And a lot of times OCPD people are really successful. And so they're able to justify it. Even narcissist NPD people could be really successful. Uh, because they're, you know, trailblazers and they go out there and they're attention seeking and they can exploit people and they don't have empathy. I mean, that can make you a success. So you're, it's easy, easy to justify all your behavior. What about LAPD? (laughs) (laughs) Joey. Well, Joey, I'm glad you came, bro. Let's just go ahead and get to the real point. Police violence. uh, No, the real point of this podcast. and, And I mean, James, there is Damn no it, James. There is no King's Kaleidoscope video. Yeah. This is an intervention. You, you are a five on the narcissistic <laughs> scale. We love you, buddy. We can get through this together. You are seriously. You're not just an asshole. You actually have a mental problem. Yeah, you don't even recognize. <laughs> right. It. You don't even see it. So we sent you to the only expert we knew. The best <laughs> Matt McDonald's. Matt McDonald's the best, <laughs> the best we can afford. For that's you. all we can afford. <laughs> I read a book once and I'm yeah. the expert. He's not doing a very good job if this is true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're almost out of time here. So I just wanted to say, last time you were on McDonald's, we really enjoyed it. Have you and Christy gotten any really cool fights lately? No. <laughs> Damn it. I was waiting for that. I love those. That was how we Actually, there was, there, we did yell at each other a couple months ago. But Oh, wait, you know what? I do. There is one. There is something I know about that. This is anecdotal, but... I was ranting about birthdays recently. Didn't you say, because I've had the same one. I had the same one after you told me about it. 
about fighting with your wife about getting birthday presents for people when you go somewhere. <laughs> did, did, yes. I just had that one two weeks ago. I'm uh yeah, you know, when you're basically I live very much in the moment. She plans things. And so I'm I'm heading out the door to go to someone's birthday party. I'm like, oh, we didn't get him a gift. I was like, we should swing by the store, get him like a nice bottle of wine or something. Like bring something, you know, right. as a gift. And she she looks at me with disgust, like, are you kidding me? That is the worst thing that you could possibly do. You did not plan to give this person a gift at all. Basically, I'm a terrible person. And I'm like, because it's an afterthought. Because it's an afterthought. But I, it's a present thought, and I'm very present, right? So I'm not planning ahead. I'm just living. I'm right now. I'm having this thought, and I'm like, we're going here. We should get them something. She thinks that's offensive, and and so my argument was because it's not because it feels like an afterthought. There. So my argument was, what's more offensive, me bringing a gift and thinking about them in the moment, or you thinking ahead? And going, I'm not going to get them a gift at all. <laughs> so and I bet she totally submitted and everything was fine yeah. after that comment, right? So she was calling me a bad person and I was calling her a bad person when you stripped it all away. And then we both got very mad about it. <laughs> did you, did y'all take something to Aaron and Karina's birthday? No. Good. I didn't know. We don't, we don't take things any, anywhere because. Christy won't allow me to swing by the store and pick something <laughs> up. And she doesn't buy birthday gifts for anybody. So I love that. I I, I hope that birthday gifts go away. We're I, working on for it. sure. Yeah, she. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, she she's like after you're 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 21, you don't need birthday gifts. Right. Right on. Totally. All right, James. Good luck tonight, Matt. Yeah. Keep up the good work back there while I'm over here. I'll be back home soon. Good, good talking to y'all. Yep, good seeing y'all. We got to run along. All right, see you guys. Bye. Okay, thank you, James. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Hey, I don't, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to leak out a little secret here. I don't know if it's, uh, I might get the, I might have a scoop on this, and y'all don't know it either. Leak but it, baby. McDonald is working on a little show of his own. Nice. Really? All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even leak out any more details there other than, uh, he's a good uh, speaker, talker, tar- talker yeah. articulate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've been telling him he's forever he should do it. He's, I know, he's I wonderful. Know that, but well, I think we got, you, I've got, a got name some for progress it. on it. So I got a name for uh, it. Cutie Patootie. Yeah, that actually is the name. CutiePatootie.com. Uh, Cutie Patootie Pod will be it. No, but he does. He is working on a show, so I'll be excited to share more info with y'all and everybody else about that soon. Awesome. I was trying to think of a funny name, too, but I couldn't think of one. Here's the if I would have met Matt McDonald like before I was married, I would not have been an extra virgin. Wow. <laughs> Can we move on? Please. <laughs> All right, let's get to the most important part of the show. The, the, the thing that's going the thing that Matt McDonald could never do. Oh. <laughs> no, he gives he gives the truth. That Matt McDonald does. This I'll is give, the effing bullshit. Part of the podcast. No, it's not. We'd Matt, kick the music. Kick the music. Kick me out of the garage. In a world. world. Joey. Matt, don't. you can shut up. Let me let me not be manipulative here. Don't do it. Shut up. Just the joke is good. I'm not going to be. In, here's my encouragement part. The jokes have been good. We've done it 168 times now. There's been some laughs. Yeah. Let's let it go. Let's move on. I really don't like the news, though. Okay, we'll d- just go out of the room. Just leave. Let's, I'm seriously don't want to play this game anymore. Right. All right, what you have for us today, Toby? Well, a lot of people, uh, I've seen this a little bit, but our good friend, roving reporter Adam Brown sent this to me. And he, it's actually, this article comes, it's all over. Hey, I sent news. you a news story, by the way. Did you get it? Oh, was it the tickling butthole one? Put it, put it in the show notes, was Joey, it? if you want tickling to. Tickling butthole? Everybody sent me that one. I don't think it's true, so I'm not going to do it. There's... Some apparently some guy snuck into people's houses, I think in Texas or Florida or something, and tickled people's buttholes. No, that's not I, true. That's really I just don't one. think that's true. I just don't. There's a you, lot of stuff that's uh, not true. Uh, uh, ten people sent it to me, and then literally while we were doing the podcast last week, I get a text from my wife that says "tickling butthole bandit call" or something like that. <laughs> so even my <laughs> wife sending me news. Yeah, I say about fifty percent or sixty of the stuff I see people sending you is not even true stories. It's just what you have cultivated from your roving reporters. You might want to get them in line. Hey, they just try to find what they can find, man. Don't don't talk shit about my roving reporters. I I mean, they're kind of like an army, and we don't we don't take shit too too easily, man. They're definitely watch your more mouth. like a militia. You might want to okay. watch your mouth. Is all I'm saying. Roving reporters are tough as hell. Did you ever watch Power Rangers, or was that past your time? I hated it. I watched a little bit because it was kind of the only thing on. We only had like four channels when I was back then, so that was a 
basically about it. I thought it was a Voltron ripoff, so no, I didn't. Right, it was. It was totally. A uh, former Power Ranger arrested for killing roommate with sword. Hmm. Can you believe it? And like I said, this comes from Relevant. This was kind of all over, but um, Ricardo Medina Jr., the actor that played Red Lion Wild Force Ranger in the Power Ranger series, was arrested for allegedly stabbing his roommate multiple times with a sword. Medina claimed self-defense and was not charged due to lack of evidence. But in a statement, he said he was very, very, very sorry for what occurred. On Thursday, however, the actor was charged with murder and thrown back into jail on a $1 million bail. This isn't the first time someone who has appeared in Power Rangers has revealed a darker side. In 2009, Skylar DeLeon, who appeared in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers series, was convicted and sentenced to death for drowning an elderly couple after posing as a buyer for their yacht. If all that isn't weird enough, his accomplice was a man named John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Wow. Um, so when I read this, I'd seen it around a little bit, and I just thought about it. I wasn't even going to say anything, but then it's, it really did take me to the idea of, like, you know, child, young adult actors and how they – because, like, even, for example, have you heard how much shit, like, Screech has done? and yep. like uh, Fights like, and porn. Yeah, yeah. And yep. Porn, and, like, I think he – he stabbed somebody yeah, at a bar recently. He got out of jail, but it was close. And like, I really do wonder. Jess and I talked a long time ago. I mean, just hypothetically, uh, our oldest daughter Ruby is. We just think she's really funny and cute, and all that stuff. We're like, I wonder if she could ever be in like commercials or anything. Like, if we lived in California, would we even consider trying that? And we were like, ah, maybe, maybe that could be kind of cool. Yeah. But then I thought, I don't know, man. What what's the danger yeah, there? Where like, she made it big. What what is that? And like, then I think about our good friend Craig Gross, his son. Uh, is in all kinds of movies, and I think they're handling it really well. They're super on top of it, and I think our our great parents in yeah, general he seems to be real legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I, I think obviously there's going to be exceptions to the rules for sure. For every bad kid actor, there's good kid. Like I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, but I mean maybe he's messed up too. You know what I mean? Like he started out on what Growing Pains, and now he's like one of the most famous actors in the world. But I do wonder this effect. Like these people, I, let me even simplify it smaller. These kind of like one one-hit wonder TV show kids or teenagers, you know, that they were on a show for four years and then it's gone forever and they don't know how do you not, how do you go back to normal after people were screaming at malls for you or, you know, doing all this stuff and now all of a sudden you wake, you were 13 and everybody loved you and you were, you know, funny and adults and kids knew you and now you're 27 and nobody cares about you at all and you can't get a job or do anything. And what do you do? Work at a car wash or something? You know what I mean? Like how do you go back to normal? And I wonder, I mean, is there any, like this guy, I mean, he ended up some weird way stabbing somebody with a sword. And I just wonder, can he be normal no matter what? Maybe it wasn't, maybe, maybe he didn't do it. Maybe it was self-defense, whatever. But in these cases, like uh, the, the Corey Haim or something, you know, humongous actor for a while in all these movies, uh, hit the Corys, you know, and then they just fell off the mat and it's just really bad. I don't know if there's a way to go back to normal. I see that sometimes even with old band dudes that their band was big and now they're not. And, and they struggle to feel normal. How, like the stage is so alluring. The fame is so alluring that can you be normal again? I, I don't think so. I mean, you, like, especially the popularity. I mean, imagine going to school and having starred in a show that was as popular as the Cosby show. Imagine being Rudy and trying to have a regular school life. Right. Everybody in your school just watched the Cosby show. I mean, you can't you can't have a normal life. So no, I don't think so. And I think as parents you have to just count count that as a possible risk and I, I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily see how any parents even make that decision with the track record of all of these girls that we see such as Miley Cyrus. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. but how she ended up it, it's not good it's not healthy for her you know well yeah. you would so. kind of need some numbers to 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 say this is significant other than just it's because i mean there's the distinct possibility that it's just simply noticeable and a good story when someone who is known or someone especially who is known as being young and sweet has trouble so you know you i mean even melissa gilbert okay. sweet laura Ingalls on little house on the but prairie you, but you're just saying to you know you're just <laughs> saying a few that instances a though versus like you, you would need at least some statistical analysis right. to say there is a higher likelihood not just i can name five for instance right but yeah i mean i would say in general the more fame you have it's just like uh putting more fuel on a potential fire or more horsepower in a car and it's going to be harder to control yeah one way or another so the more fame or power 
what no matter who you are, it increases the likelihood of going off the tracks when you put more coal on the fire. And that's what celebrity and fame is for people. It's tough. I just think like, I mean, if you can stay famous and in there, you're, it's still going to be skewed and, and a little unrealistic, but at least you know that world. But to, to lose it, like, I mean, that guy, I don't know if he did anything else, but I mean, he was on the Power Rangers, super popular show for a while, probably had a, you know, action figure that was molded to look like him and he probably made some money and that's all gone. And now I don't know. I don't know if that necessarily led to this, but I mean, like the other guy that killed somebody too from that show, it's just, it, it just seems like it is a setup for the younger you are, like you have to be super careful and know your bearings or you're going to end up in a bad situation. I just think that's just the way it's going to go. Anyway, so next story. Cause well, I got a story for you. Wait, I got a story. So basically, uh, what did you just look this up or did you plan on it? No, this you is do what some I research? sent you and you ignored because uh, you're not a true friend. I've heard of this one before. Okay, go ahead. So Powerball reimbursement GoFundMe page has been created. Nicole, I'm not going to say her last name for the privacy of her, even though you can go to yahoo.com and, uh, and check it out for yourself. But basically... Despite the chances of anyone winning the jackpot, you've talked shit about Yahoo before. It's basically one in 292.2 million. Nicole still decided to go big and unfortunately now can't go home because she allegedly doesn't have any money. Here's what she says Reports say, <laughs> please help me and my family as we have exhausted all of our funds. We spent all of our money That's on a lot boring. of tickets. That's boring. <laughs> expecting to win the $1.5 billion, and now we're in dire need of cash. With your small donation of at least $1, a like, and one share, I'm certain that we'll be able to pick ourselves up from the trenches of this loss and spend another fortune trying to hit it big again. Please, won't you help a family in need? Donate now. Can you believe this, guys? Uh, for your charitable donations, Nicole promises to make her uh, basically a GoFundMe page that is a success. Now, my question here is, is, <laughs> is this a hoax? I believe it is a hoax, yes. I mean, the GoFundMe, has it raised any money? No, I think it's a hoax. The whole story is a hoax, in my opinion. My guess, not my opinion. Yeah, that's what a dead, deadbeat reporter would do. Bring us something that's just terribly awful. Well, you know what I've said. That's about terrible reporting. Why are you so happy with yourself? What are you doing? I mean, no one knows what you're laughing at on earth, but you. What is it? I just thought the I thought the whole thing was funny to me. What was funny about it? I just thought it was funny. Like what? <laughs> what are you doing? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm lost. He's those are the types of stories that I believe are typically hoaxes. It just, but she basically raised a little more than eight hundred dollars in. I'll give you, I'll give you two options there. Either it never was real and the whole thing's a hoax, or somebody started that GoFundMe legitimately and put eight hundred dollars in it themselves. Not, but not that person, and not for that purpose. It was, sure. it was too good. Sure. Well, to hey, make a. This ho is hoax hot story. off the press, Matt. This is hot off the press. I just clicked the link that Yahoo supplied and it says campaign. Right. Found. E either Ooh, way, I don't think it, it ever says, was. We're real. sorry, but the campaign URL you entered cannot be found. It, yeah, it may have existed, hoax. but if it did exist, it was a I fake. I wish you'd have done your legwork before fake. you reported this story. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, if you could have just done some legwork anyway, I mean, instead of wasting my listeners times, time and my time all the time, you've yeah. lost backwoods bar. No, nope. that's it. Turn 70. A look at Dolly Parton's multi goodbye, Joey. Yeah. Now, now you know what I would say on the lotto. People just, sort of just gravitate toward the lottery, no any lottery story, any lottery thing anyway. But I'll, I'll run down my thoughts on the lottery for you real quick in case anybody's Matt, missed Do you think it. Dolly Parton is In case hot? anybody miss, ever missed what I think about the lottery, it is all bad. It's a voluntary tax, basically. Oh, but if you want to pay extra taxes, feel free. You know, I think that that America has spent. Let's see what I have here: five hundred thirty-eight billion dollars on the lottery since nine eleven. My God! Um, no, I'm sorry. Since no, since nine eleven, Americans have spent five hundred thirty-two point six billion dollars on the lottery. Good in the uh, and in that same time, we've spent five hundred thirty-eight billion on the war in Afghanistan. So you, 
That is where your voluntary tax went to. Your odds of winning were 101 and 292 million. Same of getting struck by lightning twice. People that win the lottery have an increased risk of bankruptcy. Plus, going bankruptcy wow. after winning the lottery would be quite shameful. So it is up to 60 and yeah. 70% likelihood of bankruptcy if you win the lottery. I don't, you have the worst chance ever of winning. And then even if you do win, you've increased your chances of becoming poor. So nothing about the lottery is good. And the main reason I say that is not financial. It's relational. Because trust me, if you ever won the lottery, every relationship you have with anybody anywhere will instantly change. It'd be you, and then you'd have altered relationships with everybody, including the people closest to you. You'd be target of lawsuits, scams, unbelievable. I mean, you wouldn't. You just can't handle it. You could not handle it. It would be nothing good about it. But, Matt, if I won, it would be different. Yeah, I know, as everybody says. But <laughs> but even if you said you're going to give it away, I think the burden of doing that equitably and, and good is silly and would be difficult and taxing and keep you up at night as so as who you gave it to. And I, on top of that, I think even if you did want to give it to give it away, then that's just because you wanted to be the hero that gave it away. So I, there's nothing good about it. Hey, <laughs> Matt, just so you know, Joey isn't listening. He's he just is laughing every once in a while. He's looking at pictures of Dolly Parton. <laughs> literally, he's literally scoping pics of Dolly Parton right now. <laughs> she turned seventy years old. I can't believe it. She's a childhood idol. I have a terrible joke that I wanted to say there, but I'm just not going to because I'm trying to clean Thank it you. up, guys. I'm trying to clean it up. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's it. That's enough right news. On. I can't. Can't take anymore. Joey wrecked my news and just destroyed it. So oh man, that's seems the damn like a real broadcast. One of the stories was the damn news with Toby Morrell. One of the stories was the other one was the shit news for the <laughs> shitty shitter. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.